Hey, I'm Kristen. And I'm Amanda. We love a good story. And we especially love to laugh. It's an easy way to keep it tight and burn some calories. (laughs) Welcome to Tell Me More. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. We are happy to be here this week, right? I think I was trying to sound like Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Hey, 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 hey. Um, Kristen. Yes. Tell me a cherry in a pit from this week. Ooh. Um, it's only Monday. Mm-hmm. True. And it's been hard. Yeah. <laughs> so that's your pit. Yes. Um, my cherry is that Amanda and I are going to be participating um, this week in a, we're going to draw people's names mm-hmm. and we are playing, instead of ugly sweaters for Christmas, we're going to do ugly shirts or awkward shirts mm-hmm. or inappropriate shirts. It's just everything. I'm so excited. You're so excited. Yeah. I'm that's taking this serious. Yeah. I'm taking this so serious. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. What to get. Um, my cherry is, I got to go to Argentina Argentina. and I am ready to move there. Not like long-term, but I'd love to just live there for six months and soak it all in. You could. Because it was just not enough time to do everything. That's my pit. I didn't have enough time to do everything that I wanted to do. I had a list of like. Five things. I'm like, we have to do all of these things, George. And we did three of the five, but there were two that I wanted to do that we didn't do, which was ride bikes around the park because they have free bike. You can you can check out rent bikes for free. And I wanted to eat fugaceta at a specific place. And what I, is fugaceta? Fugaceta is a special pizza they have in Argentina, which is um grilled onions. Ooh. And then moth like tons of mozzarella cheese on top. Oh yeah. So it's onions and cheese pizza. And it is so oh my gosh, my husband would kill good. me if I ate that. Yeah. Because I would be stinking out of my yeah. both ends. I'll have to show you a video. Wow, that was a lot of information. <laughs> that was Should we edit that out? A visual can't I don't have time to edit these edit. like I used to. Edit I am them. a busy woman. Edit them. <laughs> I'm never going to get a job because of this podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We cannot Speaking. hire her. She is lactose intolerant. Speaking of jobs. Oh, this is nice. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of jobs, that is our topic. Oh, yeah, jobs. How did you, how did you know, Chris? I'm amazing. You never know. I um, do not. The topic is <laughs> share a story about... A terrible or weird boss or coworker, and at first I was like, I don't have any of these, and then I said, Oh no, I definitely have one. And then the more the day passed, the more I was like, Ooh, and that one, and that one, and that one, and that one. So, listeners, we didn't get a lot of submissions from you, but never fear, Kristen and I have tons of stories, and we know. We know. We know that if you hear our stories, you're going to think of some. You are. Of your terrible coworker and boss stories, too. So I need you to listen carefully, and I need you to think about it. And what are you going to do? You're going to submit it. You're going to submit your story. How are they going to do that, Kristen? Oh, let me tell you. You can either go on our Instagram and follow the link that will be up. 
Uh-huh. The link or that is up, yeah. That link that is up. Uh-huh. Or you can go to our website. How are they going to find our website? Where they should is have it saved. They Where? should have it saved. Okay. What are you talking about, Amanda? All right, listeners. Our website is linked at the bottom of each episode, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you click on the show notes or show description, it is the link down there at the bottom to get to our website and share your stories from any of our previous podcast topics. Kristen is just making herself comfortable. She is ready to get down and dirty and tell you some stories about um, crazy coworkers, crazy bosses. So can I tell you my, one of my first ones? Yes. I'm dying to hear these. So I started as one of my very first jobs as a server at a golf course, mm-hmm. country club. Mm-hmm. And ah, naive <laughs> doesn't even descri- can describe. I feel like there needs to be something about, I didn't really know a lot about drugs and, okay. and alcohol. Uh-huh. And I didn't like, I, you know, like, and I had a, I had a trainer. She trained me and she constantly ran into walls. Oh no. I didn't realize. I just thought she wore strong perfume. That strong perfume is called Southern comfort. That was <laughs> not perfume. <laughs> Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Just, no, it just was just, and I just thought she liked to wear men's perfume. And how she did would, she maintain the job? Her husband was the boss of the country club. No, of oh, the golf restaurant club. golf club. Did you say? Yeah. Oh, okay. the restaurant. Wow. And she, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, she would run into walls. She would be belligerent. And I had no idea until somebody was like, oh, honey, she's drunk. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, because in my family, us, like not us, but alcoholics in my family, we handle business. Mm -hmm. We're ones that are called like functional drunks. Yeah. Which is horrible. So I didn't know that that was actually drunk. You didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Okay. Crazy. Um, also the same place. Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry. Same place. My other boss would do Coke in the bathroom. I did not know why she always had a white ring around her nose. Kristen. I know. Stop looking at me like that. Wow. And she would be like, guys, guys, gather around, gather around. And so we gather around and she's like, we're going to pretend that food like we're selling cars, cars, everyone, I tell you, cars, and you're going to sell this dish and you're going to sell this dish and we're going to upsell it and get great tips today. Are you ready for it? And I never, I just thought she was energetic. Oh my. Holy cow. I know. I know. That's insane. I know. Oh boy. I, I don't know if any of my stories can top that, Kristen. You just... Started it off. Started this off with a bang. Um, let's do a listener <laughs> submitted story. This listener says, "When I worked at a photography studio just after high school, my British boss, British boss, la, la, la. had quite the colorful vocabulary and had a fiery temper. He would yell, where are those bloody negatives?' I don't know if that's that's like a posh British yes accent. I can't 
I can't do the... Where are those bloody negatives? And it wasn't just me he yelled at. It was just about anyone who crossed him. He was infamous for yelling at the people who did his photo printing. If there were any wedding photos with nip slips or inappropriate exposure of any kind, he kept those photos for himself. We all walked on pins and needles around him. I also had an elderly Russian woman as my boss, and she was insufferable. Her requests would always end with, and that's it, like she was in the Devil Wears Prada or something. She frequently wore see-through blouses so we could all get a good look at her wrinkly cleavage. She was pushy and criticized everyone and contradicted herself often. Because it was a nonprofit job, our work re- relied on grant money, and it came out after she retired that she had falsified numbers to stay in business. Pretty shady. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Crazy. So um, the story of mine that first came to mind was a principal that I had um, who was the reason I left this particular school. <laughs> Um, we just did not really see eye to eye and I I had been at the school longer than him and felt like I really understood the unique mission of the school and what it was. And he came in and just wanted to change everything. And obviously like feeling like he needed to prove himself just kind of did everything that I didn't agree with. And I didn't share that with him, but I just was not into his style of management, which was no management. Um, one day he comes into my room and says, have you been telling, let's call her Kayla. Have you been telling Kayla that she can't go to the bathroom? And I'm like, actually, yeah. Um, her mom emailed me about it too. And the deal is like, she's only ever asking to go use the restroom the second that I have them turn to their partner and start talking in Spanish. Like I'll set up this whole prompt and that's when she leaves and she's gone. When she's gone, she's gone for like a crazy long time. And then she comes back and like, I'm supposed to just get her up to speed with where everybody else is. And this is like that would every be day. A, that would be horrible. Yeah. So the mom emailed me back and said something like, we kind of had this back and forth email between mom and the me and the parent. And basically it came out that she had some digestive issues or something. And I was like, okay, well, cool. Just like talk to the counselors. I think they're going to ask you for like a doctor's note or something, but they can like set her up with a special bathroom pass so she can go whenever she wants. And the parent response was, I'm not going to have my 12 year old or 11 year old. I think it was 12. I'm not going to have my 12 year old go talk to a doctor about poop. I don't understand. Who else do you talk about? And I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. Well, and that was kind of it. I didn't hear anything else about it. Um, but what, but who? I started asking other teachers cause this was an eight day B day schedule. So I asked, the other teacher who was at the exact same time of day, uh huh, if nice. they had any issues, and they're like, no, she never leaves my class. So it wasn't like a time of day issue. It was, to me, it seemed almost more like, is this anxiety? Like, you're asking to leave to either avoid this, or there really are digestion issues, but maybe this is more than just like... I'm going to take it farther. Yeah. If you're not teaching your kids to advocate and talk to their doctor about Mm -hmm. their bodies, who Mm -hmm. do they talk to their bodies about? So 
Long story short, the principal was like, you can never tell a kid no. Like, that's not something you can do. And yes, I'm like, it is. What? I'm like, I know there are teachers at the school that give their kids, like, a certain amount of bathroom passes at the beginning of the quarter. That's yeah. the same thing. I'm like, I just let kids go whenever they want because I don't care. But She's this obviously... is... And another part was I had said something to the mom like, I really can't afford to have her keep leaving all the time and be gone for so long because she's missing important instruction and it's affecting her grade. Yeah. Well, I think the mom interpreted that as like, she's failing because she's going to the bathroom and the mom's like, but she has to be able to go to the bathroom whenever she wants. Basically, I think the mom interpreted it as like, because she's going to the bathroom all the time, you're failing her Uh and not the other way around. So long story short, I'm having this discussion with the principal and like starting to get frustrated. Like I'm not just being a jerk about this. Like I actually care that this kid is is like something is going on. Like this is not normal to go to the bathroom conveniently at this time. So like there's avoidance going on. It's not matching up that, you know, anyway, I explained all of this to him and he's like, it doesn't matter. Like you cannot tell a kid. No, you have to let her go. If she asks to go, you have to say yes. You have to tell her. You have to let her go. So then just accept that she's going to get a bad grade. And I was just like pretty ticked. Like I was super annoyed about it, right? Uh-huh. That's not the part of the story. The part of the story is at our Friday faculty meeting. So this was like three or four days later. I'd kind of forgotten about it. Um, our principal starts off the faculty meeting and he says, we've been having a lot of issues with copy paper and we're running out and people just really abusing the copier privileges. So we're going to give all of you teachers a code now and you are allowed to do 50 copies a week. And all the teachers are like, what? And like teachers start to get super panicky. Like, but I have a hundred students and I can only do 50 copies a week. And he's like, you're going to have to get creative. You're going to have to figure this out. And I just can see like certain teachers, especially really start to panic. Like what? So I can make like one copy every other week. How, like how, like just totally, you can just see it like sinking in. Like this is horrible. And so teachers start asking questions. Well, like what if it's double-sided? If it's double-sided, does that count as one copy or two? Yeah. Like, because we're trying to figure out the logistics of how we're going to make this work. Yeah. So this goes on for about 10 minutes and there are teachers who are like almost in tears and he goes, guys, I need you to take a breath. This is not actually happening. I just needed you to understand what it feels like when you have your autonomy taken away. And immediately I knew that this was in reference to me, not letting this child keep going to the bathroom. And then he continues and says, and like gives three different examples of like times when kids don't feel like they have autonomy. And one of them is if they want to go to the bathroom, like, yeah. Anyway. So his point was like you during this meeting, if you needed to, you could stand up and go to the bathroom and there wouldn't be any consequence for you. Our students need to feel like they have autonomy in their classrooms to make choices and to have freedom to do the things that they need to do. And I just started breaking out in hives. I was like so fuming. I stood and I walked up out of the meeting and I left work for the rest of the day because I was so Did you do like him. a double bird? I, I wanted to because I'm like, you just spent 
10 minutes unnecessarily stressing everybody out so you could make a point to me. Oh. It was just like so passive aggressive and so maybe Superman. So one reader said, I quit smoking due to a coworker that would follow me to every smoke break to talk about their problems when <laughs> I needed some just alone time. Yeah. It was three years. It's been three years. I still haven't bothered to pick up the habit of smoking. You just needed a break. Just needed Did a break. You ever ha- have you ever had any coworkers like that? Oh. Like, I just need a break from you. Uh, yes, but I had coworkers. It was so annoying that had to go on smoke breaks. Mm-hmm. Had to. It was so annoying. So then I realized I can't change them, mm-hmm. but I could go on my smoke break. So that's when I would go poop. <laughs> Love and everybody it. knew like and my walkie i'd be like i'm going to my office i don't have an office <laughs> perfect and everybody knew where Kristen was in her mm. office it reminds me of and friends. one time i was wait i have to tell you one time i got oh. stuck in my office there was no toilet paper and i didn't know how to tell my co-workers oh. so then did you have your walkie radio, with you yes yeah. over the radio i was like i ran out of copy paper <laughs> There's no more copy paper. And everybody was like, oh. Over. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so I had a coworker. Oh, this coworker. This coworker and I go way back because we've worked at two different schools together. No way. Um, the first school that we worked together, the kids would complain to me about how she would wear pants that were so tight that when she would bend over, all the kids could see her thong and they would tell me about that and I'm like I don't know what to tell you and they're like she just sticks her butt in the air right in front of my face and I'm like okay like you take what middle schoolers say with a grain of salt but then she would also like she said to one of the our coworkers, like you've got a great rack and I feel like there's coworkers you could say that to and it'd be fine but it just came off weird from this one yeah this lady she sat on the lap of a student who was in a wheelchair who had spina bifida. <laughs> That's so awful. She just had no sense of self, like no sense of self-awareness. Oh my gosh. She would also like make comments in staff meetings and draw it out really long. So then she left that you school. celebrated. And I left that school. And the school that she went to, I we still had connections there. I found out when she was at that school, she was one of several teachers that went to a training in Portland. So they flew from Salt Lake to Portland. She got to Portland and then disappeared for two days and didn't go to any of the conference with her coworkers. And then as they are driving to the airport, she calls her boss, the principal, up totally high and says, can you come pick me up? I'm in Gresham, which is like, I mean, depending on where she was in Gresham, like a 20 minute drive from the airport. So so she got picked up and was then let go from that job. Um, She's now at my school again. (laughs) She's still alive? Yeah, she's now at my school again and she invites a specific coworker over to come hang out with her in her hot tub a lot, and the coworker just feels uncomfortable about it. Um, How do you? She also gave a come. middle schooler her keys, and I thought she was going to get fired after this. She gave a middle schooler her keys on one of the last days of school, and the kids took her car to McDonald's. These are kids who maybe are fifteen. 
but not even 16, so they don't even have a license. She claims the kids took her car keys without her knowing, and I call BS on that. She fully knew she was giving the kids the key to her car, but... I want to meet her. I just want to stare at her. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. What else? What else you got? I just think, oh, the coworkers that you all get paid the same but don't do anything. Uh Uh-huh. Those are super frustrating. Yes. Um, About the coworker that... I had a coworker that I worked in a restaurant, and every... They would just... These two old ladies Mm worked there. Um, the HR person would hide from them because they always had something to complain about. To they HR. were two sisters. They were both in their 60s living off of Coca-Cola and cigarettes. Oh, gosh. Right? Like little, like when they put the cigarette up to their mouth and shake their hand uh-huh. and shake. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yes, about? Yes, I do. And they hated, hated everybody. Mm-hmm. They made everybody's life a living hell. And, and this was, where did you work? At, in, at this golf course. At the golf. Man. Yeah. Golf course stories. I absolutely. And she was, they were just monsters. Yeah. One of them ended up having a heart attack and the oh, other oh, one realized no. they were alone. So they started to become nice. But when the other one came back to work, it was all over again. Oh. I was like, goodbye friend. Goodbye, dear friend. Oh, we no. got into a fight because my manager said that I need to kill them with kindness. <laughs> so I would smile I would Yuck. smile at them and it would piss them off so bad. That was fun. Okay, here's a doozy. Yeah. Um we're going to call this coworker Ryan. Ryan was a coworker of mine. Yes. I mean, obviously all my coworkers are teachers. Um he won teacher of the year two years in a row. The first year and second year that this school existed. And I literally rolled my eyes the second year because I knew he was campaigning for it. I knew he told all of his students to vote for him. And I was like, seriously, like give it to another teacher the second year. But no, the administration let him win teacher of the year two years in a row. He was the head of the JROTC program. What is that? Um, something related to the army. Oh, ROTC. ROTC, yes. So a JROTC is junior ROTC Got program. It. Okay. Um, he was a 9-11 survivor in the Pentagon. He was a sixth grade history teacher. Students and parents and administration worshipped this man. He was like large and tall and like Herculean. He never went to any like department planning meetings or anything, but when he did, he was just a full on like clear. It was clear as day that he was a narcissist. He had no idea what his talk, what he was talking about related to education. Like, I don't think he was trained to be a teacher, but basically just like expected everybody to fall at his feet and like, Oh, it doesn't matter that I didn't come to that meeting. Cause, or like, I don't know if you've ever had co this is maybe this is very specific to teaching, but like you go to meetings and there's the one teacher who's like, Oh, this meeting is talking about kids. Oh, you have a problem? Hmm, I don't have a problem with that kid. Oh, that kid's a jerk in your class? Oh, he's fine for me. Oh, I oh, you have kid miss you have students misbehaving. Oh, I'd never have that. Just like there's this type of teacher, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you don't know anything. So most of us were just rolled our eyes at him, like, whatever. Uh-huh. But 
the, the the justice seeker in me was like, this is not fair. Like he should not be winning teacher of the year. Come to find out, he lied about being in the Pentagon on 9-11. He was a 9-11 liar? He apparently was like a first responder to the Pentagon. So he did end up at the Pentagon at some point after the crash in the Pentagon. Um, he never started an official JROTC program. He just lied and said that he did. And what that means is that all these kids who thought they were going to get scholarships for being in ROTC from the time they were in sixth grade all the way through high school were now going to lose out on this scholarship because they weren't part of an actual like accredited JROTC program. He had been having one-on-one interviews with kids and acting like a spiritual advisor with them. Um, Several years after that, after he got let go from this school, He was also let go from a local high school in the area because he'd been texting with a female student. Like, I don't know how inappropriate. I don't, I just assume like talking about like personal stuff and texting, which you don't do as a teacher. You don't talk to students at all like that. Um, Some high school students at that school did some digging on him because they're like, why did this teacher get let go? Because guess what? Everybody at this high school was obsessed with him too. They all loved him. Yeah. Because this is what narcissists do. P.S. If you're listening and you have children and there's a teacher that your students are all gushing over, they may or may not, that may or may not be a red flag. I feel like in my personal experience, just throwing it out there, even like growing up in high school, the teacher that um, everybody loved and like, he was kind of a creep. He loved himself. He loved to be adored by high schoolers. And that's why he stayed a teacher for so long. Anyway. Um, so when the high school students did some digging to find out, like, why did this beloved teacher get let go? They they found out that he'd been let go previously from another school, right? And so they did, like, this expose in the school newspaper, and they got shut down by the district. The district made them, like, unpublish it and all this crazy stuff. Oh, my gosh. So wild. I'm like, I, c- I could have told you all that years ago. Oh, my gosh. Amanda. Yeah. So I don't know what became of him. No we're, idea. You know, we're going to Facebook him after this, right? Uh, I, oh, yeah. Good luck with that. We're going to straight up Facebook stalk him after this. So not my worst coworker, but just more like you're annoying. You know what I mean? But yeah. also like I now spot people like that and I'm like, yes, thank you for teaching me what a narcissist is. I don't think I knew before him. Anyway, um, I'm still learning. By still the way. learning. Yes. Yeah. So one caller... One caller. One hello caller. Hello caller. <laughs> one person wrote in and said, A girl called into my husband's work from a number that wasn't her own, saying, I got carjacked on my way to work, so I won't be able to come in all week. Weird. As soon as she hung up, management called the cell phone the cell phone number that was listed under on her file. She picked up and said, Hey, I'm driving. Who's this? Oh no. You got caught. Okay, a couple more stories. Some teachers that I've taught with. Oh, my goodness. Um, here's a fun one. Yes. Um, at the school I'm at now, for several years, there was a math teacher who didn't really do a good job. She was just kind of clueless. There's just every once in a while a teacher comes along and you're like, you don't even have any concept that like the kid sitting in front of you is on his phone and not paying attention at all. Or like doing something naughty or whatever. She just didn't have any sense of classroom management. 
she didn't know how to teach students were like yeah it was just awful she was not a good teacher she should not have ever been a teacher but then she started just not showing up to work just not showing up not getting a sub or like calling somebody and letting them know just not showing up and we're not talking like a day here and there like it got to the point where she was not showing up for weeks and we're like, how is our principal not firing her? Well, she got a lawyer and was on FMLA, but the FMLA was only supposed to be sporadic. But she never left any plans for anybody. So her entire department, every day, every morning, that was is, like scrambling. That happened to Michael. Like teacher. trying to yes. figure out what how to, to make sure these that these kids can get taught. Water. Let me use the sock. So, Kristen, this went on, I want to say, for almost two years. What? I want this Until teacher's life. Until we got a new principal who was finally like, no, what? I'm not putting up with this crap, and <laughs> fired her. So, because we kept asking the math teachers, we're like, how is she not gone? Like, there's like, there's no way she has any more FMLA. There's no way she has any more days. So, like, why isn't... Is, is the principal covering for her? Is she, does she like have a lawyer with the district? Like just, it was not adding up because it even got to a point where the math teachers were like, we can't have this stress every morning that she doesn't show up about like having to run and go make copies for her and write a lesson plan for a sub. Like we can't keep doing this. So they dissolved all of her classes in the middle of the school year and farmed out all of those kids into the other math classes. So now their math classes went from being like, 25, 26, 27, 28 kids each to like 35, 36, 37 kids each in each of their math classes. But and I would, bet you those classes were super behind. Right. These these kids hadn't learned anything for the first four months. They of the weren't school year. So they were finally learning. But it's just it's telling when math teachers are willing to take on 25 percent more workload in each of their classes and have to do 25% more grading, that that's easier than having to anticipate whether or not your coworker is going to keep showing up. Oh my gosh. It was like so baffling. The craziest part is that after they split up her students, then she said that she was coming back at, and you know, she was off of her FMLA and she was going to come back and they're like, yeah, no, we're not giving you your students back. Like, we're just going to keep teaching them. There's no way. Yeah. Like, we don't trust you. <laughs> so then she just was like an aide, but still getting paid a teacher's salary don't. this entire don't. time. She's brilliant. I'm She's like, brilliant. Oh, fully brilliant. She, uh, but Man, I don't we're know why the she dummies. couldn't teach kids math. Anyway, I my jaw still drops thinking about it. Like, I really don't know. I wish I could understand, was it my principal that dropped the ball? And he just, he's, he's, he was very non-confrontational and just tried to understand everybody. It was your principal. You think it was my principal? It was your principal. Okay. Anyway, isn't that wild? Yes. Like, and I wasn't even a math teacher, but I was inconvenienced because when they had to change all these kids' schedules, it messed up all of my classes. You know, so it messed up everybody's classes. Like, we're Did all. Did you slit her tires? Uh, I, we we definitely thought about it. Definitely. Just we a little about stabby it. stabby. Mm -hmm. So Michael mm -hmm. had 
a couple of coworkers, but his, if you are new here, Michael is her husband. He is a educator and a principal and he had a couple of coworkers mm-hmm. and especially his boss mm-hmm. and she would have him come in the room and shut the door and go over things with him. But the problem was, is she never wore deodorant. Oh no. And it wasn't like, it was so bad that it would, it was so potent that it would like stink up a room. Mm-hmm. But then she would leave, but it still smelled. Yes. Uh-huh. Like it was that potent. And he was like, there's so many times I couldn't even eat my lunch. <laughs> oh, no. Like it killed him. Like it like, was, let's, let's meet out in the hall. Let's meet out. Let's meet outside. Yeah. Um, another let's coworker. Outside. Another coworker was just, he was a giant man baby. Mm-hmm. And he would like pout all day every year on his birthday. Cause he had to work on his birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like, know like like 70 percent of yeah the human population and he would say all day i can't believe i have to work on my birthday and anytime he would get corrected on something or they would say oh and by corrected they would work as a team they're like oh try it this way we mm-hmm. actually do it this way and not that way so uh, you know what i mean and he would be he would just have a meltdown and he would be like, I've just never failed before. I've never, <laughs> like, it, it, he couldn't take couldn't any. handle it. Could not no handle. And Michael just, it. Michael would just no look feedback. at him and be like, you are an adult. Mm-hmm. You are in a, you are a grown man. Mm-hmm. So before he finally, he ended up quitting. Um, But before he finally, before he quit, he just, he just did weird stuff. Like he'd go through people's stuff that wasn't his stuff. If that makes any sense. Like go into their classrooms and go through their Yes. Things? Or go through, or like the secretaries brought, the set, one of the secretaries. I thought you said the secretaries brought, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> no, brought, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I remember the secretaries brought something from brought. the store, mm-hmm. and they set it, their bag of like whatever from the store, and he was like going through them and starting to munch through their food. Mm. Like he was going through the bags. And, and like, so, and so I like still is the, this joke that the, the principal had to say, Mr. So-and-so, we do not touch things that aren't ours. Mm-hmm. And we still like, we'll say that to each other. Mr. So-and-so. <laughs> Do not. We don't touch things that aren't ours. Okay. So that reminds me of another coworker that I had. Man. Doing something for 15 years, you just come into contact with all sorts of people. Yes. This was a custodian of the school. Um, and the school had these really awesome cubbies where kids could leave their backpacks because they weren't allowed to take them into the gym or the cafeteria. So our gym and cafeteria doors are at the end of a hallway. And in that little space there, there's all these really cool cubbies. Mm-hmm. Well, this custodian would see that things were left there for, you know, several days at a time. Right? Because they're middle schoolers. They leave their crap around everywhere. Well, a parent calls up the principal and says, I'm trying to find out why my child's backpack is being sold on Facebook. This custodian was taking things after it had sat there for a couple days. He would take them and sell them. And he did not get fired because it was that same principal that didn't like to fire people. It was the principal. It was the principal. It was the principal. Yes. Okay. I had one coworker. 
Non-confrontational. What was another one? I have so many. One time I worked as a secretary for a newspaper and Mm -hmm. I was replacing a full-time employee and I was only getting like 15 to 20 hours. Mm -hmm. And this full-time employee was 40 hours or more. So were you doing the same amount of work? I, she was so mad at me that I couldn't do the same amount of work that she was doing. You're doing it in half the time. And everybody could not stand her. Ugh. Everybody could not, like, everybody couldn't stand her. They, as soon as, like, we all had, a, like, an email I think that's a thread of making weird, fun of her. You need to say nobody could stand her. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Nobody could stand what her. What did I say? Everybody could not stand her. <laughs> I, I think that also makes sense. I'm just overthinking this. No, no, much. I love it. Thank you. Okay. No, it drove, she drove Look, people. That's how you accept constructive feedback. Oh. I right. love it. Thank you. No, I know. I don't want to say it wrong. No, it was so bad that when she was, she ended up being let go. They threw a party that she was let go. Oh, not that she like, just like a going away party. Mm -hmm. No, they threw a party. They ended up closing down that part of the newspaper, Mm -hmm. but she was just a horrible, horrible person. Mm -hmm. It was so weird. I don't know how to explain it. She just was like the epitome of a bad boss. Mm. Including um, one time she ordered pizza for a reporter that was new there. And it was, and the reporter reminded her that I'm a, her, she's a vegetarian. She ordered her a meat lover's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's for real. Isn't she sweet? Okay. I got one more. Yes. This is a short one. Um, First year at the school I met now, so this was about six years ago, this, another math teacher, this math teacher doesn't show up on a Friday, and Friday mornings we have meetings, so no kids yet, but we've got two hours of meetings, and we're just starting our first meeting. You have two hours of meetings? What time do you go to school on Fridays at? Same time as always. We always, I we always have to be to school at 7.30, but mm-hmm. school doesn't start until 10. On Fridays, yeah, your kids are so spoiled. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's beside the point. Um, my principal says, "Has anybody seen Mr. Park?" I'm really worried. Like, he didn't call in for a sub yesterday, but it's now like he's now an hour late. Nobody's seen him. We've and now it's like two hours into the meeting, and he's like, no one has been able to get a hold of him. Mr. Park is dead. I can't call his. He's like, dead. Is he dead? No. He found out the next day. So he, my poor principal had to go 24 hours being like genuinely concerned for this man. Like he got in an accident and he's dead or something like just, of course, thinking of every scenario, he was arrested for the solicitation of a minor. No. Yep. He got caught by an undercover cop posing as a teenage girl and he online solicited this teenager or, you know, whatever, like made plans to meet up with her to do sassy things and got caught and got arrested and he's in jail. Obviously he's not, not ever going to teach again. Oh my gosh. So I'm homeschooling my kids. Another one bites dust. Another one bites dust. Okay. And an- sorry, sorry, sorry. And another- <laughs> Listeners. Thanks for listening. That was a lot of listening. I, uh, sometimes I really wish I had the time to edit all this out, but I'm not going to. You stubborn butt. I'm a stubborn. I'm a little. You know what. Mm. Okay. Do you remember our sign off, Kristen? Yes. 
Stay classy, San Diego. No, stay classy, TMMers. We love you. Share. Go check out our website. Submit your stories. I know now that you've listened, you've got a million bad coworker, weird bosses. And also check stories. out our merchandise. Yeah, we have no merchandise. <laughs> I want them to check it out so they see that we don't, and then they will comment that we don't have merchandise. Oh, and then they would. Yeah, check comment. out our merch. Okay. <laughs> love you. Love you. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you subscribed and gave us a rating or review. We'll have another episode next Tuesday, but until then, be sure to join us on Instagram at tellmemohor.